Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. I'm Alora Murray. And I'm Sarah Jenkins. And we have something really exciting happening. Coming up next week, we are going to start talking about you know, hot topics every other week. The hosts, we're going to sit down, we're going to chat about what's going on, you know, out there in the world from pop culture to trending topics. So that's going to start next week. And we are super excited about it because this is stuff we talk about in the morning at our cubicles. As we're getting ready, it's kind of fun because it's almost like people get to have a little snippet of behind the scenes when we're getting ready for fresh living. You know, we're always chatting about these hot topics and just kind of things that come up and it's a way for you guys to get to know us a little better. So I'm really excited for that. You guys will have to tune in, but I'm really also excited for this interview that Carrie did today that we're going to take a listen to here in a second. Morgan Russell Williams is a boss. She is chairman and CEO of Everwoke. And she is just so accomplished. So I am so excited to listen to this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's take a listen. I am so excited to introduce to you our guest today. Um, it's she's CEO of Blended Studios. Morgan, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. We are so happy to have you. Okay, let's just start with, tell us about yourself and what is your current job now? Yes, so as you mentioned, I am CEO of Blended Studios. Um, and we are, we're really working to bring high-tech, mobile-first, automated solutions to low-tech recruitment in the trucking industry. And trucking is one of those industries, we all see it, um, but we don't always really understand or recognize that sure. talent is so key uh, for that particular field. It's also one of its biggest challenges. And the deeper my, myself and my co-founder, we got into the work, we saw, wow, the, the real issues are scheduling, communication, lead qualification. These are things we can solve. And so uh, we just decided... We're people with the solution, so let's make it happen. And look at that. Very cool. Okay, how did you even get into that field? Oh, man. (laughs) Wild adventure. So this actually, um, Blended Studios is actually the brainchild of my late twin brother, uh, Cameron Russell Williams. He unfortunately and unexpectedly passed away from a brain tumor back in 2021. Uh, When he passed, I became majority shareholder uh, of the company, and I, I asked the question, hey, I know that there's something here, but what does this need? And the response was, it needs leadership and a business model. And I said, okay, well, somebody, somebody make that happen. Mm-hmm. And it became very clear that if I wanted that to happen, that was going to have to be me. And so I decided to step up and take over as CEO um, of the of his company, which initially was called Everwoke, uh, and as I got deeper into that, I realized the the opportunity to actually pivot the company into now what is known as Blended Studios. Congratulations! Thank you. And Morgan, I'm so sorry about your brother um, Cameron. And if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about him. He was so successful. He was. He he truly was. So he he's a pat. He was a patent um, software engineer. He worked at companies here in Utah, like Goldman Sachs and Domo. Uh, He was quite revered in the community, uh, serving on boards of the Black Chamber. Uh, He was was positioning himself to be on the board of Utah Foster Care. Mm. At the end of the day, he was, as this is his sister talking now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. taking off my CEO hat, but 
he was someone who who saw the world different, who saw that, oh, people are doing things a certain way, but they don't have to. And he made it his mission to, to make things different. In addition to, he was a connector. He wanted to make sure that people understood the beauty of Utah, the opportunity of Utah. And he was a constant champion and advocate for all Utah is, and he just he just wanted to make sure good people knew good people. And mm-hmm. that's, what, that's who Cameron was. He sounds like an incredible human being. And I'm yeah. so glad that you get to carry on that legacy. And you're yeah. doing an amazing job, Morgan. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you it. You really are. And how, how do you hope to continue the company's genius? Yeah. So um, so Cameron, as I mentioned, he was someone who, who saw the world as it, as it was and said, we can change it. And so for us, well, I'll go back back to Everwoke. Everwoke was a technology that did just that. But it was playing in a broad landscape of trucking, um, really in this, this broader world of trucking logistics. Um, they, they were trying to tackle the biggest problem you could imagine in this particular industry. And for me, I actually saw and learned there we – we could actually narrow this problem down a little bit more. And recruitment is the big, hairy challenge, but what's needed to drive that forward, we actually had the opportunity to narrow it down. So just really focusing on recruitment, um, which is one of the highest priority issues uh, for trucking today, and, uh, and really making sure that we have a solution that could really just drive the industry forward in in a lot of different ways, though. Sure, yeah. sure. Well, and tell us about your career so far. Where did you start, and how did you end up? I mean, you got that into that a little bit, but how did you end up where you are? Oh, my goodness. So I actually started in education. In education? <laughs> education. Okay. Yes. So um, coming, well, if I go all the way back to my <laughs> undergraduate years, I actually started as um, I, I was on a path to become a clinical neuropsychologist. Okay. And I'm actually a published genomics genomic researcher, which a lot of people don't know. <laughs> That's really impressive, Morgan. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but ended up going from there in undergrad to uh, working with an organization called Teach for America. Teach for America is really on a mission um, to say uh, there are a lot of inequities in education, and we believe that the top leaders in the country could actually be positioned to solve for that. And this is a, one of those things. I, I saw the mission. I saw the beauty of just putting my leadership in place to make it happen. And I decided, why not? Um, and this led me on a path to not just understand what the issues of, of education were, mm-hmm. but how can we innovate it? How can we innovate against it um, and, and, and define a new future for students everywhere? And that, so that was really the foundation of, of all of my work. How do we go into industries? How do we understand them deeply enough in order to innovate, in order to, to see something different? Um, so I've done everything from education to manufacturing to e-commerce, um, and now I'm in technology trucking. <laughs> um, so, so some people would say I like to do the hard things, but at the end of the day, in the foundation of me, is I, I like being the outsider of the industry and being able to go in and understand the problem and say, hey, just so you guys know, we could do this different. And because I have such a diverse background in so many industries, I bring all of that knowledge with me um, to, 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 to try to 
think different about how we might do the same old problem. Sure, because sometimes when you're standing on the outside, you can see things a little bit better, right, than yep. people that are right in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Um, who was one of your role models growing up, or do you have any now? Yeah, so I, I, I ironically, this is no one famous. Um, my parents and my family mm. have been my absolute role models. Um, so I, I think about my mom. She was a, a brand marketing executive for a big firm uh, back in Chicago where I, where I initially grew up. And I remember she used to have a cell phone. And when I was a little girl, I just wanted a cell phone. It was so cool. Oh, my gosh, it was so <laughs> cool. And but, but mostly I saw her use her voice. And when she used her voice, it mattered. And I wanted that, and I would try to emulate that. Then I think about my father. Uh, growing up, he, he owned a car dealership. And he, I, I never saw him as a salesman. He was just someone who was so warm and always wanted the best for people. And and sounds he, familiar. Looks like you got that from him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get, I have a little bit of everybody. Um, and then I, I think about my grandmothers who just made things happen. No matter, it wasn't about do we have the resources. It's we always have enough to make it work. Um, down to my aunts who and cousins who have gone to some of the most prestigious schools in the country, despite statistics saying that shouldn't be for you. Um, I even have an aunt who, in her in her mid thirties, decided I'm going to medical school, and so that that tenacity, that ability to to make plot twists in your life, mm-hmm. um, I grew up seeing all of that, and that really grounds and inspires my life today. Gives you the inspiration, yeah. um, Morgan. That's so cool. Now you mentioned Chicago. Did you grow up there? And what schools have you gone to? Yes. So grew up in Chicago. Um, I, I like to say I was born in Chicago, raised in Atlanta, and I grew up in Houston. Okay. <laughs> but I will always call Chicago home. Uh, and so I have to shout out my high school, Marion Catholic High School. That That's where it all started. Um, but when I say I grew up in Atlanta, um, I am a, a proud HBCU graduate of Spelman College. And Spelman grew me. It taught me uh, how diverse black women are and how beautiful they they are in their leadership and their grace. And I, I truly understood what it meant to be a, a black woman leader uh, growing up at Spelman. And then, and then Houston raised me a bit. Uh, <laughs> that, that's where I had my first job, my first apartment, my first uh, just about anything you could think of. And that was a grounding experience. And as I mentioned, I started in education. I was a teacher in Houston, and I was 23 years old, uh, responsible not just for myself, but 173 other high school students Wow! <laughs> at the same time. So um, I was... They raised me very quickly. <laughs> I bet. I can only imagine. Yes. That's, yeah, that's a lot. Um, I, how, what brought you to Utah then? Oh, Everwoke is a Utah-based company, and so uh, I tried to run the company remotely from Chicago, but one thing I've learned about Utah, Utah loves Utah, and I needed to come down here to really make sure I had the resources and support uh, around me to to really make this happen. Oh, and and also, I should mention, um, I'm also a person who I have this 
quiet confidence, but I'm never too confident about what I'm doing. And I'm new to tech, I'm new to trucking, I'm new to CEOing, and I knew I needed some support. And so I ended up running into the University of Utah's Masters of Business Creation program. This is a unique program that brings the rigor of an MBA um, together with making with, with with your the rigor of an MBA with uh, your case studies being your own company. And so they were committed to helping me figure out the legal, operational, marketing, financial aspects of the business so that I could have the knowledge to actually run an enterprise. Wow. And and so um, I ended up, this ended up being a full-ride scholarship opportunity. The caveat, I needed to move to Utah. You had to be here. (laughs) Well, selfishly, we're really glad you're here. (laughs) We're lucky to have you here. Thank you. And I'm I'm proud to be here. Um, People ask me all the time, you moved to Utah? (laughs) And, and, I said, yes, I did, and it, it has been the best thing I could have done in the adventure of a lifetime. Oh, so good, so yeah. good. And uh, I'm sure you faced many challenges and adversity during your college career, professional career. If so, is there one that you can think of that stands out and how you overcame it? Yeah, so I would say professionally, I I went through what, what I hear many women who are trying to be ambitious and in leadership go through known as imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And especially I think about where I am now, um, I know all that I'm not. And I know statistically I'm not supposed to be successful in, in what I'm trying to do. Um, but what I've learned is there is imposter syndrome and there's imposter advantage. And as we talked about earlier, the advantage of being an imposter or an outsider is you do get to see things differently. And I'm coming to, to Utah, I'm coming into the tech space, I'm coming into to, to trucking, and I'm taking it by charge. And I don't know what I don't know, and that's okay. And what I also don't know is all the many barriers that I'm supposed to face. I just know I'm running my own race, and that's what I'm doing. That's really inspiring, Morgan. That's definitely very you know, it, it, it helps others, I'm sure, to think, well, you know what, I, I'm a little intimidated by this, but that's okay. Because we don't, I, don't, I like what you said, we don't know what we don't know, but you learn. You figure yeah. it out, right? You figure it out. You figure it out. Um, tell us about the Cameron Russell Williams Fund, who was your brother, that was set up at the University of Utah. Yeah. So um, there is a committed group of, of Cameron's friends, um, including my, alongside my family, who are making this possible. So the Cameron Russell Williams Fund, we are on a mission to raise mindsets and tax brackets. We're really looking at getting students who are interested in business and entrepreneurship opportunities to do just that. And uh, we had this big, bold vision of how we might be able to help. And again, the University of Utah stepped in to say, we can help you make this possible. Go Utes. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so the university collaborated with, with my family uh, to set up an endowed scholarship, which is granting scholarships to business uh, and, uh, students in business and entrepreneurship uh, on an annual basis. Uh, to date, we have awarded three scholarships, wow. which has been tremendous and amazing. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're specifically doing this for diverse students. And just to see, I, I think about the opportunities that have opened up for scholarship re- recipients uh, beyond just um, be, beyond just 
having opportunities to stay in school, but they're they're getting access to an entire network of of they're getting access to an entire network of people. Everything from technology to medical to investors. These are the people who make up this committee. And the opportunities are abundant. And we're, we're continuing Cameron's goal and dream of connecting people with people. So. Well, what a wonderful program. I mean, congrats on that. That's a, that's a big deal, Morgan. That's really cool. Um, you live by the idea that when they tell you it's impossible, that's their limitation, not yours. Why is this your favorite mentality to live by? No one knows what, what you're capable of except you. And I've learned that throughout my lifetime. Everyone said, Morgan, you don't have to do this, Morgan. You shouldn't probably do this, Morgan. You don't have the knowledge. You don't have. You don't. You don't. You don't. Thank you. That is your fear, not mine. I'm doing it anyway. So, chills. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mackenzie, our producer, in your chills. Right? We all have chills, Morgan. That's. I thank you for sharing that. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, if people want to follow you, where can we do that? Because you're doing big things. Thank you. So. Uh, follow my personal story on Instagram, morganwilliams.io. Uh, and then as far as Blended Studio goes, follow our story via Instagram, blended, spelled B-L-E-N-D-Y-D, studio, singular, dot I-O. And you can, you can follow what we do, contact us, and learn a little bit more about how we're changing trucking recruitment. <laughs> One step at a time. One step I at a time. It. Morgan, that was wonderful. Thank you so much. Let me ask you this really quick. Tell me your plans for the future. Yes. Um, well, I am targeting to become the first female black VC-backed software company in Utah. I can see it now. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt <laughs> that you will be doing that. Thank you. Oh, Morgan. Awesome. We can't wait to see what you do. And you're doing great things now anyway. Okay, so Thank we like you. to wrap this up with what we call Fresh Five. Um, small little questions. You just tell us what's off the top of your head real quick. Are you ready? Yes. Here okay. we go. Are you an East Coast or West Coast girl? Ooh, East Coast. East Coast. Okay. What makes you happy in life right now? Mm, the adventure. The adventure. What's your go-to movie snack? You're in a movie theater. What's something you have to get? Oh, popcorn. <laughs> with butter. With okay, butter. Okay, okay. With butter. Do you layer it, too? Uh-huh. Okay, good, good, good. Um, Morgan, you're on a really long drive. You're driving somewhere fun. Are you listening to a podcast or are you listening to music? Music. And I'm jamming out, singing at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and it's brunch. What are you ordering? A mimosa. <laughs> Light orange juice. (laughs) So good. So good. Morgan, it's been a pleasure talking with you. We can't wait to see what you do, and you're you're just already inspiring so many people. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you, and thank you for listening to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.